You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I'm your host and moderator, Joe Morical. With me, as always, Sean Keller. Hi. <laughs> and Mike Pareto. Hello there. I feel like I've met you before. You look quite familiar as well. Do you, by any <laughs> chance, offer $200 to people who pass go? As a matter of fact, I do. And I offer free parking. <laughs> well, you must be the Monopoly guy. <laughs> Thanks for the free parking. <laughs> this is a little nonsense. Welcome to Trumper, the most popular social media site in the history of the internet and official social media platform of the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Once logged on, we'll confirm you're a human with a quick test, something like click the images with a felon in them, accompanied by pictures of Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, and famous man, Michelle Obama. <laughs> now you can create your unique profile. Start by selecting a profile picture. You can choose between 45 different pictures of Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of the United States. Then select between the two available options for gender. The two scientifically accurate, <laughs> God-given options that are available to you both here and in life. Moving on to your newsfeed, you'll see all the latest remarks from the 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. See one you like? Hit one of the five different love buttons beneath the post to tell him how you really feel about it. Now let's create your first post. Click the Truth button at the top of the page and select your donation amount from the listed options of $5, 10 or $100. Rest easy knowing that every penny generated from Trumper is going 100% to worthy causes too numerous to list. For your convenience, all of your posts are automatically displayed in all caps. There is also, also a 241 character limit, but be warned. Trumper won't tolerate posts linked from fake news sites like CNN and Fox. The only links you can post must be from approved, certified news sources like Newsmax and OAN. Once you've posted, scroll through your feed to see what other American patriots are posting. Yes, just like the 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, Trumper is doing things differently. For instance, no blacks. That's right. Jesus. The website only contains blue fonts. <laughs> also, no Muslims. No Muslims are allowed. 
So if you're looking for a space where you can network with like-minded Americans free from the cancel culture snowflakes on other failing websites like Twitter and Facebook, look no fear, I mean further, oh God. <laughs> then Trumper. Trumper! I hardly know her. <laughs> was this all a setup for that? Three, it was a three-minute wind-up to that, that joke. It absolutely was. No, no, there was funny stuff before that. No, right? I, I, you wrote that ad, though, to tell that joke. No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I'm I not, came across... I'm not sure I believe that. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's got moments, but he's mostly annoying. Yeah. I, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's really, it's funny how he and Michael Scott are, like, very upsetting, like, unlikable guys, but they are also crafted to be sympathetic, like, and they are within a show. I think... they're. Like Michael Michael Scott is an asshole. He is, but I think he's a lot more sympathetic than Andy. Well, he he's written that way, but I'm saying like on paper, if you look at everything Michael Scott Sean, does, all the like, characters are written the way they are. He is a piece of shit though, you're right. Michael Scott, he is. some of the stuff that he says is like beyond redeemable. But everyone loves him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because of those those moments here and there where you get a glimpse into his awful Childhood, fractured, or like <laughs> his yeah, horrible, yeah, self-esteem issues. And do you remember that episode where, where he's on like Captain Kangaroo or something similar to it? He's a oh kid. god, yes, and he, yes. He's like oh. one day I want to grow up and have a hundred kids so I can have a hundred friends or something like that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, it's like and so they could sad. never say no that's, to being my friend. <laughs> that's the that's that's the thing is they had to work equal. They had to work that much harder. To make him sympathetic because of how awful he was. Yes, They exactly. had to put him on a children's show saying, I want to have a hundred kids so I can have a hundred friends. <laughs> like the saddest thing you could hear a child say. And then he's at he's In at order his, to make him somewhat redeemable. His mom's and <laughs> Jeff's oh, wedding. listening to a little The Office recap. And he beat his pants. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> Love his. I, I would think Joe would get a kick out of Michael Scott's improv techniques. <laughs> yeah, they're so oh, uh, good. Agent Michael Scarn. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah. He, he, he whispers. <laughs> he whispers to the person. And he's like, gun. I, I, I remember gun. that episode. <laughs> that was like the one of the first things that. What's his name? Ken Jong. What's his name? The doctor. The. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's no, one no, of the, that's not, Yeah, that's Ken. Jeong. That's Dr. one of the Ken first Jeong. things that he was ever in. Yes. Was that episode yeah. of The Office. God, he was a doctor. I mean, I guess he still is. Maybe, I think anybody, license. Would, anybody would rather he be He probably doesn't keep his license, but yes, he still has the degree. But I bet you, I bet you some, some university will give him an, an honorary doctorate, and so he will also become another doctor. Uh, he'll become being a an double actor. doctor. A doctor <laughs> professor. Double doctor. Doctor Professor. He'll Ken only be Jong. a doctor professor if he teaches. Yeah. Otherwise, he's a double doctor. Man, that's true. But if he decides to teach either theater or medicine, he will be doctor professor. Wow, what a what a life that guy ah. leads. 
And didn't he so show his accolades. penis in The Hangover? <laughs> he did. Didn't he, didn't he show his tiny, very small it was, uh, mic- it was, micro penis? It was very small. <laughs> it took him some, he must have had some courage to show that on camera. I give, or him, it was CG. I give him props for that. I, he tells everyone it was CG, I bet. I would tell people it was a stunt cock. <laughs> they CG'd it. Exactly. They CG'd it out. I was in, I was in makeup for nine hours so they could squeeze it my enormous dick yeah, into this micro penis. It wouldn't have been nearly as funny if it were huge, right? So, like... <laughs> right, So yeah, maybe yeah. he does have a huge penis, and they made it small. I don't know. And he, buff- he buffalo-billed it, and then... Wore this tiny, the tiniest strap on. <laughs> Behind the camera, they had a nobody makes a, a strap on, on that size. <laughs> a baby they had a strap tub on. of ice water for him to just soak in in between takes. <laughs> He's just, just so he could get as much shrinkage as possible. Ken, we need we need it to be a little smaller. Is that Ken? Ken, could you stop shivering and shaking? It's really it's it's it's, it's ruining the takes. Frankly, yeah. yeah. Well, this went from You're a celebration to be afraid of Ken and too. angry. To a commentary want, on his penis. <laughs> we don't want to cut your penis off for this movie. So if you could just play ball, we won't have to. I don't understand. Can't Listen, you just get I've it out got, of editing? I've got, a, I've got a quicker solution to all our problems. My dick! Ken's dick! Look, our budget went completely to Bradley Cooper. We need you to just have a small dick. <laughs> we can't, we can't I, fix this in post. Was Bradley Cooper... Really, all that big at that time. I think that he did. He did Wedding Crashers a few years before that. But like, who was the biggest? Who was the biggest guy in that? I guess they were all on the same level, is what you're asserting. Mike Tyson was the biggest guy in that movie. <laughs> I, I honestly, I bet. I, I don't think. I bet they were all kind of about the same. Maybe Zach Galifianakis was a little probably bigger. Zach. That's so weird to think that he was the most popular guy in that movie. Yeah, well, he was a successful stand-up comic, right? So, I mean, he would have... No, he's he's fantastic, but it's just a weird, like, uh, you're right. look at yeah. Bradley Cooper now. My God. Yeah, he's huge now, that, yeah. that That's a man right there. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told you guys, but... Uh... Sean stares off into the middle distance. That's a man right there. Bradley Cooper's a man. You're a dude. That's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Sorry, I was just daydreaming about Bradley. Thinking Cooper. about Bradley, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> I think it shouldn't. I think count Sean as a is bell just. If you both say "Oh God," he's at just the same time. orchestrating the bells at this point. <laughs> I will that. not agree to that rule. <laughs> orchestrating the bells. Very mucky. I was thinking. (laughs) I was doing Carol of the Bells. Yeah, someone who really wanted to control the bells would be Karen of the Bells, probably. Not not Carol. Mm. You know, someone who wants to speak to the Bells manager. I feel kind of badly for women who are actually named Karen. Oh my God. Yeah, I thought about that the other day. Pretty bad. What a terrible name to have right now. Yeah, it's worse. It's bad to be named Chad as a guy, but it's worse probably to be named Karen. What if you had like a legit concern with an employee at a store and and you asked to speak to the manager and you're totally in the right. And then they Mm. say, "Okay, yes, absolutely. I'll go get him. What was your name? And you have to say Karen. (laughs) (laughs) And you have. Yes. And you have to have you have to have a Bob. 
But you're yeah, completely in the like, right. <laughs> but you're totally in the right. Yes. Like you, yes, they fucked it up, and you need I to speak like to a manager. I feel like that's one of those situations where you you have to go out of your way not to seem entitled. Do you, you know, maybe it's just easier to lie about your name? Yeah, my name's uh, Claude. That's horrible. You see, I feel ter- That's why I feel so badly for Karens, for yeah. actual people named Karen. It's just right. uh, they can it's... never ask to speak to a manager ever again, no. even if they're in the right. Yeah, no. Poor Karens, because the manager will come out and say, "Okay, Karen," even if <laughs> and everyone will laugh, even if they just mean it. <laughs> everyone ev- will laugh. Everyone will laugh, and at your expense. And you'll go home and cry They're and all cry. Gonna laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> Why does nobody seem to remember that sketch? That Adam Sandler sketch. I guess because it's terrible. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> that's a pretty good reason. <laughs> there, like Adam Sandler. I feel like uh, I feel like he's a quantity over quality, particularly at this stage of his career. There's like he's still surfing on the wave of goodwill from like Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore because. He's come out with some fucking I will, Netflix I will, movies. I will throw an adjective in there. He is successfully surfing. Yeah. On oh, the fuck, of for sure. Netflix gave him like a billion dollars and he just like calls up Jennifer Aniston's like, hey, you want to go to Italy for two months and shoot a movie? That's and it's going to be terrible. <laughs> that's pretty good. And then, and then it's, that's, it's an that's awful a solid, movie. That's a solid impression. Throw that, throw that on the list. <laughs> Hey, well, uh, we'll go to Italy and uh, we'll eat some tacos. (laughs) 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 They got tacos in Italy. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, they just released this shit and uh, he plays the same character and it's just, he's still riding the Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. I'd just like to add that successfully is an adverb. Thank you. Oh. Oh my. That's true. I just know that some listener was like, What? <laughs> so none that's of our listeners were like that. You don't listen to this show, Mike. <laughs> I was gonna say the one person who would say that doesn't listen to the uh, show. <laughs> uh, Damn it, we're gonna get another so. six page email from Patrick now. He's even like, <laughs> I, I knew it was an adverb. Fuck you guys. No, he's going he's gonna to write up the six pages <laughs> before I say that about the adverb. It's going to take him two seconds to type up six pages worth of shit. And he will have wasted his time, and it's going to be a horrible waste of time. <laughs> but let the record show that what Mike said was way meaner than what I said. <laughs> I don't think it was the record reflects mean, that. really. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we have a transcriptionist, right? Don't we have a, a stenographer for the podcast? Well, I mean, we <laughs> we don't really need one because we are recording right now. Yeah, but still, like I think every we, second. Once we have the budget, number one is going to be the guy who counts us in, like yep. Wayne's World. And then yep, second on the list, though, I think should be court stenographer. And they have to use those keyboards with like nine keys on them that you have to be specially trained on. Well, of course, it, they're not a stenographer if they don't have the weird keyboard. Right. They're just a typist. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really fast typist who can type three hundred words per minute. Yeah, well, with a funky keyboard. With I'll the say funky this keyboard, though: yes. stenographer. <laughs> I think it was time. Well, st- it was time. Stop saying words that end in er, Sean. That's a challenge. I'm just really glad that none of our names end in er, because <laughs> then it would just never end. 
I just really wanted to give you guys a fighting chance to win this episode because I know usually I win these things. So yes, I'm like, win. well, let's give him a head start. I guess we could start uh, calling Sean Keller. Hey, Keller. What's up, Keller? <laughs> must, must, <laughs> must not get another bell. It's only been four minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a record. Can't. Except for that one time when Joe hit the bell like 26 times in a row. <laughs> I don't remember why I did that, for, but I remember Mike, though, feeling right? that it was deserved. Wasn't it for Mike? No, it was for you. No. Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> you knew when you asked that uh, that it wasn't Mike. I, I thought so. Yeah. Why can't online shopping be easier? There are too many choices. The filters don't work the way I want them to. Reviews are unreliable. And shipping is expensive. If only there were a way. A better way. Well now, there's GoCart an online shopping platform designed to mimic the ease and feel of big-box shopping from the comfort of your home. Simply visit www.shop slash mygocart slash online account slash createuseraccount.ccigo.com to get started. After a brief 22-minute unskippable tutorial video, <laughs> click on Create My GoCart Account and take the simple quiz designed to evaluate what kind of shopper you are. Just provide a quick rundown of your shopping habits and a complete inventory of your online shopping history over the last 72 months. Don't worry, by sharing your cookies and connecting at least three of your social media accounts, GoCart can find most of this conveniently on its own. Next, provide your name, phone number, email, and shipping address, along with a copy of your lease, if you're a renter, or a mortgage agreement if you own. <laughs> it can't hurt to photocopy your driver's license and social security card to skip a bit of the next step so you can get straight to shopping. You'll just have to undergo a quick credit background check, and once you've answered the questions <laughs> in the security checkpoint section, you can begin to connect your checking account to enable fast and easy secure purchasing. After the waiting period of 24 to 48 hours, depending on the background check results, you can start to set up your user account with all your preferences to make shopping as enjoyable and streamlined as possible. Check your email for a secure link to the account creation page. At this point, GoCart will tell you will call you with an automated message containing the password to access the account creation page. This password expires in 45 seconds for security purposes, so once you've clicked on the secure <laughs> link, be sure to complete the process as quickly as possible. Otherwise, you'll have to contact the GoCart Emergency Information Security Protocol team to initiate link recovery and redistribution. Once you've accessed the secure account creation <laughs> portal, you'll need to create a username and password. The username can be whatever you like, but the password should be a minimum of 22 characters, contain at least one uppercase and one lowercase letter, at least one number, at least two special characters, and at least one quote from Tolstoy's War and Peace in the original Russian. Hold on, 22 characters, that should cover Just hop on your email to confirm the account, and you'll be able to get started right away. With the paperwork. Once you're logged into your account, <laughs> simply click on the My Docs tab for a list of requirement that required documents to fill and sign. Digitally, of course, it's convenient. When your paperwork has been processed and your account has been authorized by one of our account security specialists, it's time to start shopping. Right after you set your filter preferences. <laughs> On the left-hand side of the screen, you'll need to select a range for each of the 35 filters. If you're happy with the default filter settings, that's fine too. You'll just have to call 888-1-GO-CART, press 5, press 6, press 1, and press pound to speak to a filter security specialist who can authorize the use of default filters. 
piece of cake. That wasn't so bad, was it? It's time to browse and shop at your heart's content. Of course, Go-Kart is still somewhat new, so we're currently limited to nine products. But they're great products. <laughs> and more are coming in all the time. Go-Kart. Online shopping. Made easy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty simple. Very straightforward process. Is it available in in all 50 states? It's only available in 49 states, but they won't tell you what the one is where <laughs> you can't get it. I was thinking it's only available in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Just one, Convenient. the one small city. <laughs> I I remember what I was going to ask about, or not ask about, but really just kind of bitch well, about. Well, you certainly had plenty of time um, to <laughs> remember. So, so, so this is DC. So I think Joe will be engaged. Okay, um, Superman. <clears throat> yes. Why? Why is he? Why? Why is his body so strong? Because, because, because. Well, no, just the look of him. Because usually the way that like exercise works and muscle building is that you need to like push yourself to gain muscle because you're tearing down muscle fibers and they're rebuilding themselves through vis- vigorous exercise. But there's nothing vigorous for Superman. Every, every, he want, can lift anything. Do you want the uh, the reason he looks that way in reality, or the reason he looks that way in the comics? I'm I'm assuming in reality like within, is just because that's the, how he was drawn. Yes. So if you can well, give he me was, the comic he was modeled reason. he was modeled off of uh, the whole idea behind his suit and his look is that he was modeled off of like a circus strongman. Okay, so that's why you know he's got the rippling muscles like and the red undies and shit because nothing's hard for him. They so must, give me the, they give must me the comic have addressed that somewhere in the comics, right? Did they? The answer is because that would be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think about so even in the Incredibles, they kind of cover that, don't they? With Mr. Incredible, I mean, to work out, he's got to lift trains and shit. Like, he but he's just... not nearly as strong as Superman. No, he's not, but, he's, no. but he has to push himself and all I the way. And I also don't, uh, I don't accept the Incredibles as a valid source of superhero information. No, but they, I think the Incredibles is wonderful. But they do at least... Yeah, but you like Angry Birds, so your, so uh, your that's view fair. on... Let, yeah. let Mike talk. You, you respect no, I was just gonna. Opinion. I was just going to say that they... <laughs> Sometimes they do at least kind of think about that question. Like if you're if you're somebody yes. who has super strength, you have to push yourself to your limit in order to to stay fit by lifting trains and shit and doing whatever. Crazy. Yeah, whatever your yeah. limit is. Superman doesn't have to train. He's just turning sunlight into fucking shred. Exactly. He can lift a train yeah. with his dick, like with his limp dick. He like for with no effort. So, like, he would not look as built as he is. Not with no. the f- rules of, yeah, the, uh, you know, biology and physics that we're aware of now. I mean, I there was that yeah. episode of uh, of the Orville where they go into that, right? With uh, what's her face? I, I, I'm. Oh, it's the been security so guard. Long now that I can't remember. Yes, with the the small security. The lady? first or the second Zelayan? The first. First. Yeah. So she. Okay. She has to spend some time on her home planet. In order to re- oh, yeah. to rebuild, so she's beginning to atrophy because the gravity is so much more intense on her home planet, and you know the kinds of things that lead to people having superpowers on Earth. Um, and wasn't it wasn't it such that like a, a human couldn't be on her home planet because of the gravity? Yeah, right, well, yeah. I think at the very least it would 
be difficult for anything more than a few minutes. Yeah. No, they 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 showed uh, like what happens. It crushed, just crushed. Okay. There, there you go, <laughs> crushed. So like yeah. a like someone who uh, grew up on Mars coming to Earth or on the International Space Station or something with microgravity. Let me let me stick with Superman. Different question, and this is again. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure they explain it, but so this is just for my own. Well, they knowledge. didn't really explain the first one, so. Well, well. So uh, Superman gets his powers from the sun, yeah. uh, and Superman were like locked underground in a cave for like two days. He wouldn't have the powers that he normally does. Is there a, a, a duration it would take of time? Longer, but that's yes, that's accurate. What what I was wondering though is if there is a canon duration of time where if he goes it changes without sun, based on I mean Superman's been around for you know going on ninety years that duration depends on how much he's exerting himself who's writing the stories okay uh, so yeah, it's variable the, the general idea uh, and I believe it's being kept in current current continuity is that his cells uh, can store up solar radiation. So when the battery depletes itself without being recharged, then his powers go away. So is, is so it's solar radiation. It's not ultraviolet rays. Like if he goes well, to a, a tanning rays bed, are, will that UV recharge? UV rays him? are part of part of solar radiation. It's it's not just UV light. It's it's you know everything coming out of the sun. So so could he go to a tanning bed and recharge? It wouldn't be as good. But if that's all he had, <laughs> it could work a little bit. Yeah, in the same way that, like, if you're really hungry, a Snickers will hold you over. <laughs> Why wait? So, but he grab in, a tanning bed. In particular, <laughs> he's uh, in particular he's he's powered by stars similar to ours. Uh, the yellow, a yeah. red sun, is that right? Or a yellow sun? And like a yellow star. I guess yeah. our we sun's a, not we a, have red a red sun. sun. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you noticed? <laughs> This is the episode when we find out that Sean has never looked up. So there, there's something... I stare at the sun all the time. What are you talking about? There's something about the spectrum coming off of stars like that one that particularly just just click with, with Kryptonians. Yeah, for, for reasons. Yeah. For re- so is there a reason, though? Like, was Krypton near a similar type of... No. Krypton no. Uh, orbited a red giant. A re- and... That's where I got the red thing from, probably. Yes. Yeah, that's his. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's the reason. Yeah. Most planets probably do orbit red dwarfs. Mm-hmm. Are those fun, the most common fact. of of stars? They are. Yes. Why is that? Well, because they're the smallest. <laughs> that's the simple explanation. They just it doesn't require as much matter to create a red dwarf as it does larger, brighter stars. Wow. But red dwarf stars are less likely to have uh, Earth-like planets orbiting them. Well, they would have to orbit much. They have to orbit much closer. Much closer. Yeah. But they also last a lot longer. They la- they can live for trillions of years, as opposed to, you know, like our sun, like ten. We've 10 got or like so another billion. three or four weeks. Oh god. There was a uh, there there was an episode I I've been binging Rick and Morty uh which if neither of you have seen it you really need to watch it cuz it does some fun stuff with sci-fi but there was an episode where they visit a planet an earth-like planet that was it was it was small to the point where in 30 seconds they could run around the entire uh 
equator of the planet. Um, but it still had like an atmosphere and like land and water and breathable oxygen. I'm, I'm wondering if, if that is possible, or do you know if planets need to be a certain size to have an atmosphere? Well, it's more or about how, the they have to have gravity. a certain mass. Yeah, they have to have a certain mass in order to have the gravity to keep all of that neat shit, uh, like air. It's not likely that if a planet had the mass necessary to hold an atmosphere, if it were the size the size that you're describing, it would the gravity at that distance from the center would be too strong. It would it would crush it would be, a person. It would be it would crush you. So so that's actually I guess the more pressing question, no pun intended, for me is uh, like what creates an atmosphere? Like why doesn't the moon have an atmosphere? Well, just what creates an atmosphere is just the presence of gases that are bound to the, bound gravitationally to the planet. Put another way, an atmosphere exists if an atmosphere exists. But but hang on, but so if if a if a meteor smashed into the moon containing the elements or the gases required to create an atmosphere, could the could the moon have an You're atmosphere? Saying if the moon was like a balloon filled with sky? The, uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm saying what, what the, causes an I, atmosphere? You I said that what, it has to be What there. Sean is saying is that maybe, let's say there's a meteor that that has a lot of ni- oh, nitrogen in it. So if, something that, so yes. if a, a, a sky rock, yes, a rock exactly. made out of sky, yeah, crashes sky into rock. the moon. The answer is... <laughs> The answer is that no, Fuck you, Joe. the moon the moon can hold on to an atmosphere for a for a much shorter span of time. It wouldn't hang around. It doesn't have enough gravity because it's not as big or dense as the Earth. It doesn't have as much gravity, simply put, as the Earth does. So even Mars, which is a lot bigger than the moon but quite a bit smaller than the Earth, couldn't hold on to an atmosphere. I mean, it still has a very you know, thin, thin atmosphere, atmosphere but right? we think that billions of years ago, it probably had an atmosphere similar to ours, or at least as dense as ours. But over time, you know, they just didn't, it couldn't hold on to it. Is an at- so you say hold on to it. Is an, is an atmosphere regenerative uh, based on what's on the surface, or is it a finite thing where eventually the Earth the will deplete its atmosphere? refers to the gases that are, are held to the surface of the planet by gravity. Uh-huh. So that could be, could be any gases. It doesn't need to be regenerative, regenerative because gravity is holding all of the gases to Earth. Okay. We're not losing atmosphere. Yeah, they're staying that's, around that's kind because of, of how that's the threshold, really. I guess is if the gravity is strong enough to hold on to the atmosphere so that it can't escape, then it doesn't need to be regenerative, right? Because it's not going Got anywhere. It. But I think we we still, you know, there may still be some turnover if if you don't have a strong magnetic field, things like that, where the the radiation from the sun could be ejecting parts of the atmosphere. You know, there are lots sure. of reasons that you could lose your atmosphere. We just happen to have the perfect conditions to hold on to this great, Goldilocks. dense atmosphere. And apparently so does Titan, uh, the moon of Saturn, which is only a little... I mean, well, it's, it's actually quite a bit bigger than our moon, but still smaller One than... One of the moons of Saturn. Right. A moon of Saturn. But it's still much smaller than uh, than the Earth, and manages to retain an atmosphere so i'm not it could just be a young atmosphere i don't really know the science behind why that's could also be a crazy dense core that's generating that magnetic field yeah it could be it could be also that it's 
because it's contained within Jupiter's gigantic magnetic field that that ha- that helps. Oh, yeah. I really don't know. Uh, one of I Saturn's mean Jupiter. moons I, it's, it's, is Saturn. I'm sorry, Saturn's magnetic okay, field. Okay, I, I was going to say, I was like, wait a minute. Wait, Jupiter's magnetic field goes yeah, to no. Saturn's <laughs> moons? <laughs> this that is when so Sean stupid. finds out that Saturn is a moon of Jupiter. <laughs> no, it's so stupid, guys. I'm just trying to understand it. All right, well, that gives me a lot to think about. <laughs> immediately forget it. Interestingly, though, the, if the function of an atmosphere when it comes to life as we understand it is mostly to protect things on the surface, life on the surface, from radiation. From the shit. sun. And obviously, to have something to breathe, you know. Uh, but something like Europa or uh, Enceladus which has an ice shell and an ocean under it, the ice is actually performing the function of an atmosphere. So it doesn't need an atmosphere like we have right, uh, because in order the, for life there to could thrive be life, beneath yeah, it. Under the ice that has the same benefit, the same protections that our atmosphere provides because of the ice. So it's not, it's not like you find a planet has no atmosphere, can't have life on it. So Europa, um, you've got ice on the outside, you've got ocean beneath that. There's like a molten core in the center of that There is, yeah. Moon? Yeah, it's... Okay, is, is that a typical thing where a moon or a planet always has like a molten liquid rock core to it? Like, Well, no. No, no, no it has to be, there, there has to be some force that's causing it to remain molten in the center. So usually, like in our case, it's the tidal forces from the moon, mostly, that as the moon orbits, it's flexing the inside of the planet, right? So it's causing a lot of friction. Friction and pressure changes. Yeah, and, and that's the case Just with, all kinds of good shit. In the case of Europa and every basically every moon of the gas giants out there, especially Jupiter... They, they're all, as far as I know, geologically active because there's so much tidal flexing happening with those, uh, the other moons orbiting, and also Jupiter. So with Io, or I guess it's pronounced Io, I've always pronounced it Io, but Io, and uh, Ganymede in particular tugging on Europa along with Jupiter, it's constantly being flexed, so we know that the interior of Europa is very hot. So that that's that's why you have a liquid ocean. That's why you potentially have interaction between the subsurface materials on Europa and the ocean. Last last question, then, and I promise I'll stop my teach Sean science segment. Uh, if if our moon just disappeared one day, if it was just that completely would be bad. Ab- so be so would bad. that would that would that mean that our molten core would cease being molten? Very slowly, it would it would slow down. I mean, it would it eventually would, the it would become less active over time. Earth is large enough that the pressure alone will keep it molten to some extent, but it's not going to be nearly as active and we'd have major problems. I would imagine that if, if any event in which the moon disappears would be bad for the planet anyway. <laughs> but great for David Copperfield, who made it disappear. <laughs> His comeback of the century. <laughs> Guys, look what I did. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear God. 
<laughs> the worst thing that could possibly happen has happened. My compass no longer points anywhere. <laughs> Worth it. That fucking David Copperfield. What a guy. <laughs> Didn't he have like a crazy sex island where he like raped chicks? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> he was yeah. He I'm was sorry. like the performer of the century. You're gonna and then, have to go into uh, detail on oh, this oh, one. Oh, we can dig a- in. We can <laughs> dig into the David Co- David Copperfield sex island, but uh, right after a word from uh, some of our sponsors. <laughs> what a transition! <laughs> Best segue ever. <laughs> This episode of A Little Nonsense is brought to you by some real crazy shit. (laughs) Next time you're finding life a little bit dull, try some real crazy shit. (laughs) And by human milk. (laughs) Made by humans for humans. No. And finally, this episode is brought to you by anal. In the race for the best sexual orifice, anal. (laughs) It's coming up in the rear. (laughs) Who paid for that one? (laughs) (laughs) Who didn't pay for it? That would be uh, that would be the Anal Awareness Council, the Anal Society of (laughs) something else that starts with an S. The, uh, the <laughs> National Association for Anal Excellence, or nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so David Copperfield had a sex island. Okay, so so well, so I'm not... I'm, Joe, you Sean, go ahead. No, Sean, I want you to start with what you know, and I will All fill right, so, in... So as I understand it, David Copperfield, uh, who was at one point in time the fucking magician like he was the the guy like there was nobody else anywhere near his level when it came to magic celebrity um it's my understanding that he had purchased an island i believe in the bahamas uh for like 50 million dollars and he would have parties there uh and he would invite uh impressionable young ladies to his island and then basically corner them, and he, they'd be like, "Well, I would like to say no, but I'm on an island." Yeah. <laughs> so, Jesus. So, so, so it's my understanding that he basically lured a bunch of young ladies, not at the same yeah, time, like but if a, throughout a young years. lady came up to him after a show and was like, "Oh my God, you're so amazing, and she's hot. Right. Well, why don't you come to my private island?" Yeah, and then they'd get oh, there, and God. he'd be like, "Now, why don't you do this, or I'll, I will make you disappear." <laughs> and to quote "Always Sunny in Philadelphia," they have to because of the implications. Because of the implication. <laughs> because of the implications. Jesus God. Yeah, and then he sort of got busted for it, and that's why we haven't heard about him in. Yeah, 20 I actually years. just pulled <laughs> up. Uh... He must have a pretty good PR guy because, like, I. <laughs> No news is good. I don't remember (laughs) ever hearing about this. But do you ever hear about David Copperfield now? So no, no, right? He disappeared. But that's as far as I knew. (laughs) He disappeared. As far as I knew, (laughs) that was it. Shalakazam! I just just, yes, it was his final trick. (laughs) So I, I googled, I googled David Copperfield's sex island. And this yeah, is uh, as one does. This is the, yeah. 
Yes, frequently, yes. What's, what was weird is Google filled in the results like I'd been there many times before. All I, all I typed in was David. All I typed in was D, and I got David Copperfield's sex island. So this article begins with... Uh, Brittany Lewis was a 17-year-old model oh, with God, dreams 17. of becoming of course. the next L. McPherson. Oh, That's no. not a good start. That's some Dateline shit right there. Yeah, if you if you have to say the age of the lady and it's under 18, that's not a good start. <laughs> and she's dead. <laughs> no, you didn't fucking kill no. her. <laughs> nope. That you would definitely have heard. No, it, it, goes on, it goes on to uh, to quote her several times, so I'm pretty sure she's either alive or there was a really impressive seance. Done. Uh, this guy's a magician. I, I don't know. Seance all performed by David Copperfield. If he killed her, he's not going to run the seance to so she can give testimony against him. <laughs> He summons her spirit, and she's like, he killed me. He's like, I really didn't think this through. <laughs> I shouldn't have agreed ah, nobody, to perform this seance. Nobody <laughs> listens to <laughs> spirits. Nobody takes them seriously. What kind of credibility? Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's just like, hey, magic's not real, guys. You, you all know that, right? Magic's not real. Neither are ghosts. <sighs> oh There's my all God. these tricks. But so wait, so did he did he settle out of court with these ladies? God, he must have. Or is that why we haven't heard? Yeah, because he's not in jail. Uh, or is he? <laughs> or, he? He would have escaped immediately, right? <laughs> you can't put a you can't put David Copperfield in jail. What jail can hold him? <laughs> I can't imagine a supermax could hold him. Like one of those Magneto jail cells. It's like it's like floating <laughs> over an abyss, <laughs> plastic tubes and stuff. They keep him in a Azkaban. They keep him in a. They keep him in a capsule in space that's in geosynchronous orbit over the Earth. So if he tries to escape, he just dies in the vacuum with nothing uh, but television cameras to keep him company. As he my obviously my greatest escaped. trick ever. Yes. Yeah, David Copperfield disappeared. So did David Blaine. So well, no, David is he Blaine's still doing still shit. Yes, he's still just, doing shit. But hey, magicians <laughs> in general just are so 1997. That's just such a fun question. Is David Blaine still doing shit? Yes, yes. He he did this hot air balloon thing recently where he like, okay, David Blaine is no longer doing magic tricks. He's doing uh, human endurance stunts. feats. He's doing stunts. Yes. So he yeah. his most recent one was he like held on to a balloon as it ascended to like, 45,000 feet in the air and he didn't have he didn't have any protective equipment and then when it finally got to the point it was like he's the highest any man's ever been other than Snoop Dogg he died no no then then he then he (laughs) let go he let go and like you know parachuted back down but yeah he's doing shit that's like I'm gonna hold my breath for 40 minutes and like you know it's not magic it's just like testing the limits of the human body it's definitely not magic it's not magic to go I want to be the house from up. <laughs> well, but you know what I mean. It's not. It's not. It's like, magic if it's an illusion. Still, did he actually? Yes, but it's not an so illusion. He actually it's did not, it though. though. That's the thing. He actually floated yes. forty-five thousand feet into allegedly. Yes. No, he did. There were cameras all over were the you fucking th- place. No, no, it was okay, live. I, yes, but we're sure that wasn't an illusion. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. He's a pretty good illusionist. You know, I no, I, I don't I, know how you. Was. I don't know how you survive that. Is what I'm saying. 
Forty-five thousand feet. There's like no oxygen up there. Oh no. Okay. He was he was twenty thousand feet. Okay. That that's a little bit more doable. I mean, considering people do in fact scale mountains at higher altitudes, I could yeah. see that being possible. But he held. He just held on with like one arm the entire ascension. God, oh, that just gave me the heebie-jeebies. I can't imagine doing that. Holy shit. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I feel like if you didn't have a fear of heights before you do that, you will. Oh, God. Yeah. Did I did I tell you guys that I saw David Copperfield live? Was it on a $50 million was it, island? Was it in Vegas? <laughs> I went to his island. <laughs> no, it wasn't in Vegas. It was... Uh, Sean I, trying- Keller was a 17-year-old <laughs> acting <laughs> uncle. <laughs> I, saw, I saw all of it. With dreams oh, of becoming the next Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> just a name I like to say, you know. Unfortunately, it's the yeah. God rest his God rest his soul. His no, huge David soul. David Copperfield did his huge his his enormous his huge soul. burly soul. Submitted yeah. uh, submitted episode title idea. God rest his huge soul. <laughs> no, but he did uh, he he did this trick that I can still picture 100% in my mind to this day where it was one of those trauma (laughs) it it very well might be he has these two disappear (laughs) no he has these god damn it he has these this big saw on stage and it's a big kind of like we saw in the CW (laughs) (laughs) with that circular saw yeah big circular saw but so he he lays down on this platform and he goes through it and the saw cuts across his belly perpendicular to his body uh so it cuts to where he's got a torso and then a waist and legs and then he sits up or he props himself up with his hands and like turns towards the audience while his legs are still there and he grabs his waist which is a, a different segment of his body at this point and while holding on to his legs off to the side of him, walks down a flight of stairs where his torso is on one side, his waist and his legs is on the other side, and he just walks down stairs while holding his legs. That's a pretty good trick. And I still, oh my God, it was fucking amazing. I still have no, like, at the end of the show, he flew over the audience like he did a flying thing, and that didn't get me nearly as much as this fucking legs thing. I still have no idea how he could have done it. Like, it makes no sense. That's insane. The man was I mean, the amazing. only possible answer is magic. It is. It, it is. Clearly. Which is why he had to sacrifice all of those 17-year-olds on his island <laughs> so he could have the, That's what the, he was dark, doing power, the dark power to <laughs> perform stage magic. God, what if that what if that is the case? <laughs> I'm just glad they didn't die in vain. <laughs> Magic's real, so and you they just are need to sacrifice people. <laughs> I thought they made it. <laughs> well, Brittany Lewis made it and gave an interview, but the others they weren't they so lucky. Settled out of court. They're so absorbed. <laughs> they're regular sized souls. Yeah, they're normal sized souls. Brittany Tudemer had to die so that Sean could watch him walk downstairs with those crazy legs. (laughs) 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 Worth it. (laughs) Sorry for your loss, man. Was there any blood in this gag, or was it just totally clean? 
None whatsoever. Yeah, interesting. Okay. So you know it's an illusion. Right. But well, it's, it's I knew so it was an illusion anyway, crazy. Sean, whether or not there was blood. I knew I it was I an mean, illusion he, anyway. Look, I don't think he really did he it. He didn't want to scare kids by putting blood props into his set. I think that would have been a lot more interesting. I mean, it's a great gig or a great bit. But. Do you guys not like if you're watching Penn and Teller or any magician, uh, at least me, I'm looking at it going, I'm going to get him. Yeah, this is it. I'm going to I'm going to figure it out because I'm going to be the one guy who says, yeah, that's how he did it. And this is one of those tricks where I, I was like, what the fuck? Like, no, he just don't even know where to begin. Yeah, yeah. No, not at all. It's so insane. you're saying that one of the world's greatest illusionists <laughs> ever fooled, me. fooled you? <laughs> I don't know how he did it. <laughs> it. It would be interesting to see. It would be interesting to see if Penn and Teller have ever picked it, tried to pick that one apart. That's a great, yeah, man. I, I, I'm sure it's on we just, YouTube we, somewhere. We need to get David Copperfield uh, off of Rape Island and on to Penn and Teller's Fool Us. <laughs> is that show still running? I don't know. I that show is awesome. I enjoyed that show. Maybe I haven't seen it though in years, so I don't know. Let's see. I yeah, I saw it a couple years ago, but uh, I don't know if it's still on. Ding! I don't think it is. Ding! Oh yeah, it is. It's still running. Sorry. Oh hey, I I found I found the David Copperfield thing that I saw live. Are you going to be able to show it to us? I'm going to send it right now so that I can show it to us. Yeah, so you can play it. Now, I think the moment I'm talking about doesn't happen until like 2 minutes in. You want the part where he cuts off his legs. Well, yeah, yeah I mean it's I would go to about a minute 45. Okay, let me and what what is the name of this video in case anyone wants to YouTube it? Uh, we can put it in the show notes. It's called uh, David Copperfield cut himself into half. <laughs> into half. <laughs> that should be that should be easy enough. David to Copperfield cut himself into half. <laughs> That's how that guy it, talks. David uh, Copperfield cut himself into half. <laughs> okay. Yes. Vote for Joe Biden. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be a little too choppy. Wait. No, that's just the video. Yeah, I'm not Music gonna... by James Horner. Actually, it's a little smoother now. This dick! <laughs> no, he, didn't, he did not show oh, no. his dick. I, 
I don't get it at all. He's walking down steps. This, you, you saw like, this what alive? The fuck? I saw this alive! It makes zero sense. I got yeah, nothing. I, I got when he nothing. when he put his torso on the chair at first. You're like, mm, okay, something with the chair. Sure, and then he, yeah. And then he picks it, picks it up, or he. The curtain goes away. That's and fucking he, he crazy. Just picks it up and walks down a bunch of stairs. <laughs> like, what? It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. My guess yeah, is I those mean, aren't his legs, and they're actually sacks filled with the blood of seventeen year olds that he murdered <laughs> on his island. <laughs> Maybe they're. They're Michael Jordan legs. <laughs> They're Michael Jordan's legs. <laughs> They're magical Michael Jordan's legs. <laughs> Michael Jordan just helps him perform this trick every time he does it. <laughs> Flies uh, to wherever David Copperfield is at in the world. And then meets him on his island to fuck 17-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> That's his payment. Yeah. That's his price. <laughs> A little bit of a tangent, but I, I, for some reason I was remembering, well... Obviously, it's because we were just talking about magicians. I was remembering a sketch from SNL. <laughs> a sketch from SNL where uh, it's like, would you date a magician? And I was So I was looking up a picture of Kenan Thompson as a magician from SNL. Oh, no. Uh -huh. Because it's fucking hilarious. It's a great sketch. But I couldn't find it. Instead, I found this picture. Just imagine Kenan Thompson doing... <laughs> he looks like Saw Gerrera. Yes, from he Broadway. is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it's Saw Gerrera. <laughs> <laughs> Get to kill me. <laughs> I wish we could just edit Sagar. That voice out will never of that movie. That voice will never not do it for me. <laughs> There's not much of me left. <laughs> Such a bizarre choice. Bogle it. Bogle it. <laughs> Whatever that fucking easily, alien's name was, it's easily the best impression of an African American character Mike has ever done. I, be I believe down. it's the only impression of an African American character I've no, done. I've heard you do lots of okay, them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm always doing it. It's uh, I can't stop. You've done Lando before. Let's hear your Lando. I don't know if I should. That was never part of the original agreement. Neither was given hand and a body hunter. Yeah, that's very good. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you, Mike. You did that voice. This yeah, it's well done, Mike. It's worse all the time. <laughs> it's doing worse all the time. <laughs> How you doing, you old pirate? I can't do it anymore. I've lost him. <laughs> How you doing, you pirate? So good to see you. You sounded How a you bit doing, like Chewbagger. You sounded a bit like Watto there. There's a little Watto <laughs> creeping in. How are you? are you doing, you pirate? How are you doing, Chewbagger? Chewbagger. I think Lando calls him Chewbagger. Yeah, Han, he actually Han uh, and Chewbagger. He pronounces he pronounces <laughs> both names as incorrectly as you possibly can. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Emphasis on Han the wrong syllable. Down. We've got to give him more time. <laughs> How are you doing, Chewbacca? <laughs> what? <laughs> he's no, uh, you know, Chewbacca. he's got that he's got that uh, sort of 
suave sexiness that causes people to mispronounce things like Shatner mispronouncing yes. everything and stressing the wrong syllables. All of them. I've just made a deal that'll keep the Empire out of here forever. That line, when you when you really think about it, just uh, it's the opposite oh. of true. Why does he yeah. say that? <laughs> I, I think he's a big liar. No, but it's like, he made a deal with the Empire, sure. Yeah. And, but a- after the next two days, it'll keep them out of there forever. Well, that's what, what I, maybe that's was, what he right? thinks, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that, well, of course that's, that's what that's he thinks. That's obviously what he thinks. Yeah, he's saying, Otherwise, okay, I'm going to give you up. the deal would be getting worse all the time when people right. are, when the Empire's that's still true. fucking there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Darn it, I, I'm just so disappointed that Lando's a liar. I, I just noticed that he's a liar. Yeah, that de- that degenerate gambler let you down by being a liar. Yeah, and Darth Vader lied to him. Who saw that coming? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, if you can't trust Darth Vader, who can you trust? You know? <laughs> I really thought that guy was trustworthy. <laughs> the guy with the... With a big helmet and the breathing problem. I guess to be to be fair, <laughs> if Darth Vader shows up, you don't have a choice. You don't. There no. is no choice. Yeah. yeah, he really doesn't have to lie. No. It, yeah. The only reason he would ever have to lie is if he just, for whatever reason, doesn't feel like killing everyone on a particular day. You know. You know you're talking about Vader. He's talking about Vader. Vader. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was going to say, like, only, Lando uh, totally had to lie. To oh, yeah, Han. totally. Yeah, okay. But Vader, the only reason Vader would ever have to lie is is just if he's having an off day, he's like, I really don't feel like massacring dozens of people today. <laughs> yeah, well, in <laughs> this case, I think he was just, it was to make sure Lando was compliant until he didn't need him anymore. But Lando could have just been like, hey, guys, so um, I made a deal with Darth Vader. Right, right when he shows up, if you guys turn yourselves over... Uh, the six million people living on Cloud City will, will be okay. So let's go with that route. What do you think? Yeah. And then Han would have been, Han, yeah. I can't, I, you know, we're talking about Lando. <laughs> Han. He would have been like, no, fuck you. <laughs> Just immediately yeah, thrown like, away. Right back on the <laughs> ship. And, <yeah. laughs> fuck you and all these people. <laughs> they do. They do. They do really paint. would have. They really do paint Lando as being like an awful person for taking into consideration all of the people living on Cloud City yes, and Vespin yeah. in general. Yes. Yeah, and he's the asshole who fucking two faced you son turn of a over bitch. three people and some droids to save billions. <laughs> but when Han, Han or Han, yes, totally would have been like. It has to be Han now because we're what talking about Lando. What are you fucking crazy? No, we're out of here. Come on, Chewie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As, as the, as the Falcon takes off into the distance, you see the unfinished Death Star come into view and just blow up Bespin. <laughs> the Falcon just makes a draws a dick in the sky with his exhaust. My God, Fuck you, he Lando. A, he made a hyper. He made a hyperspace dick. <laughs> Fuck you, Lando, and all you fabric of space all forever. All you strangers, <laughs> you millions of strangers, fuck you. <laughs> we just cut to a picture Ooh. of a woman holding her baby, like, oh, oh no, 
<laughs> Vader chokes the baby. I was gonna name him Han. <laughs> it's Han. Like it's like it's like no no it's like hand but without the D. Han. It's got to rhyme with the land part of Lando. It's land yeah. and Han. Land Han. <laughs> Uh, look, I'm gonna level with you. I never, never read the script. <laughs> I, 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 I thought it was, thought it was hand. <laughs> why, why I mean, is anyone else saying high hand? <laughs> if you don't think reading the script would help at all, <laughs> no, it wouldn't help. <laughs> it only if anything, he only read the script and didn't. Nobody yes. else said the name to him at yeah, any yeah. point uh, until he meets no, like it, n- until somebody else says it on set and he's like, wait a minute, what? You guys, you guys are saying how? Saying hand all this time. I already filmed two thirds of my scenes. I never saw the first movie. What? Do you, wait, what do you call him? Oh shit! Ah oh, fuck! I guarantee he didn't see the first movie. That absolutely has to be the case. Yeah, Definitely. it has to be. Uh, what is this fucking space alien shit? I don't care. Oh, so What's uh four hundred thousand dollars? Okay, all right. <laughs> Space aliens. There's no way he got paid that much. You're probably right. That's, uh, sadly, that's probably true. Uh, Let's find that out. Is the attitude Alec Guinness had as well? Yeah. Yeah. Find out how much Billy D. Williams made in Empire. <clears throat> I'll take uh, I'll take one dollar, and then I want ninety nine percent of action figures. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Nobody buys a Lando. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was the traitor who double-crossed Luke and Han. <laughs> I made four dollars. <laughs> I, I cannot find. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. I can't find anything. There's no info to be found. Yeah, it's it's difficult to see. I I mean obviously for we're the talking love of the about project. we're talking about 1980. So I mean it it would have been a lot less than we're accustomed to nowadays. Even if he were like an A-lister, so yeah, I don't know, I don't know. And that's our episode. <laughs> <laughs> and with a score of three, Sean is this week's loser. Ah, uh, but I w- I started out so strong. I agree with those early bells. Damn. Yeah, strong yeah. in the wrong way. Strong. <sighs> That was never part of the original agreement. Neither was given hand to that bounty hunter. Hunter? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I did it for you. Yes. Thank you. I have been and shall continue to remain Joe Moracle. I'm Sean Keller. Or am I? I am. I'm Sean. I'm Sean Keller. And I'm Mike Pareto. Or am. Or, or am. <laughs> Stay classy, San Diego. Or am I? Or is it? Or are you? Sean Keller was a 17-year-old acting hopeful who hoped to become (laughs) the next Michael Clark Duncan. (laughs) Keller. God rest his huge soul. (laughs) Have a great week. A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mail hole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. 
You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here or there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom and you can be jolly. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. God damn it, there they go with the Monopoly guy again. <laughs> there's there's at least one listener who's like, yeah, Monopoly guy! <laughs> and there's at this least the only one reason like, he listens. I'm driving to that motherfucker's house tonight. <laughs> I'll show him the Monopoly guy. And if you're the one that wants to kill Sean for doing that voice, uh, write us in the mail hole, and I'll send you his address. <sighs> Yummy.